Welcome to Merlot Monday with Danielle and Caroline. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, you know. (laughs) I know. I feel like this is getting used to our new normal. Yeah, I don't even know how I feel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is a Monday. So that's a plus. I guess. I guess. (laughs) Although I woke up thinking, what day is it? Because I feel like every day is like the weekend right now. I know. Well, we've been trying to stick to a to a semi-strict homeschooling schedule, so that at least helps me <laughs> remember if it's a weekday. Um, <laughs> and this morning, actually, Michael is is starting the lesson for the day, so this should be interesting. Oh, nice. Well, for our listeners, we've had a little bit of a, a excuse me. A little bit of a hiatus. Yes. With everything happening, it's just been a whirlwind, to say yes. the least. Trying to get back into a, some sort of routine. And it's been, I'm sure everyone is going, obviously going through the same thing. So it's just been a little bit of an adjustment, but we are back. <laughs> yes, we are back and we are coming back strong. with that I'm anxious to hear so you said that you had like a strict route like a strict homeschool routine that y'all are doing and I will tell you a I'm interested in hearing what your routine is but b I actually had like when all of this was happening I think our spring breaks were different I think you your spring break was the week before ours yeah, ours was the second week of March. Okay, so, well, so we must have had a spring break at the same time then. No, we didn't. Ours was the third week of March. And that was the first week that everything was, like, really starting in the U.S. with the coronavirus. So, on the 13th, all of our kids from school came home with, all like, all their books in case we had to homeschool. Right. So that was the week, like everything was kind of in flux. No one knew what was really going to happen. Um, and so I remember for our spring break, obviously we couldn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything. And, um, I came up with a schedule and I was like, Oh, this is going to be great. Like I (laughs) laminated this schedule. I had behavior charts for each of my kids. I laminated those. Um, wishful thinking (laughs) well so yeah because I feel like I can stick to the routine that we had set up at first and then the days that husband is home with them he's like this is unrealistic like screw this how the hell are you doing this and I was like well it's actually really easy if you just follow along which my kids need schedule like they need you know to know this is happening at this time yeah And uh, my husband just doesn't do it. So I was like, screw this, screw the schedule. Like, obviously this isn't going to work in our house, but the behavior charts have been amazing. So I want to share 
um, later on our Instagram, I will share what our behavior chart looks like because I incorporated other things. So like I incorporated, you know, getting their schoolwork done and acts of kindness and behavior and then chores. And so I love that. It's surprisingly, it's been like just a really good thing to implement in our house, but like the actual schedule is just thrown out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited to see that um, because I'm having some major issues with Everett. He's just like, uh, I don't know. I don't even know, (laughs) but I feel like a behavior chart would be a good start. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm having, of course, with Adeline, she's all, she just turned two, right? So she is like, happy birthday. Yeah, she had <laughs> a corona ver- birthday. So did McKinley. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those, we, I mean, I feel so bad for her, but she we made the best of the day. I mean, she really did enjoy her day overall. So it was good. Um, but she were having behavior issues because her and her sister fight like cats and dogs. They're like oil and vinegar. It's the most annoying thing. Or what, what is it? Water and vinegar, oil and vinegar. Which one is it? Uh, both oil. Both. I mean, both of, I don't know. I can't remember the saying, but I, I can't either. They, but whatever but that, they both do the same thing when mixed with oil. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So whatever that saying is, that's how my girls are. They're like, it's, I don't know. It's just this age gap of like, what, it's like four years, I think, between them. And so I, it's just, it is like a nightmare. So I'm trying to really do like that, like pushing the acts of kindness for each other um, big in our household right now. That's awesome. So, yeah, our, our kids are like, you know, normally they both get along with each other. They're BFF and we rarely have any like any issues with them being nice towards each other. I mean, rare, you know, occasionally like they'll get in a little spat, but it's been like all day, every day. They're just, you can just tell that they just need some time apart. Yeah. And I was I was telling Michael, I was like, is this what it feels like to have siblings that don't get along? Like, I've never experienced this before with with the two of them. Yeah. So I feel for, the, for I feel for you and all the other parents that have siblings that don't naturally get along because I've I've never had to deal with it with with our two, fortunately, until now. And like I said, they just need they just need some time apart. So I try to I try to separate them and, you know have one go do something outside and I don't know, but it's not really working because you can only go so many places in your house. <laughs> uh, yeah. No joke. I hear you there. But We've been spending a lot of time in our pool, surprisingly. And it's okay. So <laughs> with the like kids situation, right? How is it at home with your husband? Like um, I'm really, yeah. George and I are really, um, which let me, our situation, I guess, is a little different than y'all's because George and I still have to work. We're considered outside, right outside of the house. So we're, we're considered in that like group of like essential infrastructure, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
And so in the oil business, he has to work, although they're taking, you know, good precautions there. And as far as me, like I still have missing children and we're a security firm. And so we are bodyguards. And so we still have to be like on call working. Um, So we're not stuck in the house with each other 24 seven, like you and uh, Michael are. So I'm interested to hear your take on how that's going. So, okay, well, you know, like I said, we're trying to, I'm, I'm trying to stick to a a schedule for school. So I feel he's going to kill me for saying this on here, but I feel like, okay, now he, he's home now. He's, he's still doing some real estate stuff. Like there's a lot of real estate, um, rules or whatever right now where I, you, you can only work on contracts that are, that were already, you can only work on real estate deals that were, that were already in effect pre this coronavirus stuff. So you can't, there's a lot of stuff that he can't do. And so basically he's, he's working from home on the deals that he already has going. Right. So it's not like, it's not like he's working 24 seven. And I feel like, I'm trying to do the schedule for the, for school. And then I'm trying to work. And then I feel like I'm taking care of the house and which were, you know, I was, I am normally in charge of most housework because I'm, I stay at home and you know, that's fine. And he isn't working out of the home. Well, now he's not. And so I feel like, I feel like I'm doing everything. He's going to kill me for saying this, (laughs) but I really do. I feel, I feel like, like, yes, like, for instance, yesterday, the kids, um, the kids accidentally bought a movie, like a pay-per-view movie that we already have. And so they paid like $25 for it. And they, this is the second time that they've done it. And his instant reaction is like, oh my gosh, can you take care of that? Can you call AT&T? And I looked at him, I said, why do I have to call AT&T? You call AT&T. <laughs> <laughs> and he instantly was like, I mean, that's okay. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it, he, it's just like, I, I understand the expectations of a housewife before were different, but it's like now, okay, now you're home too. And, and you're not working very much. So you, you need to chip in with these things, especially now that we're having to cook three meals at home a day for four people versus before it was just me and him do what we want for breakfast and lunch and then dinner for all of us. So it's like constantly cooking, constantly cleaning the dishes, constantly cleaning the house, constantly picking up after the kids and him. And it's like, okay, this isn't a vacation, right? (laughs) I'm not, I'm not a maid. (laughs) And, and I've been trying, I've been working a lot on my, um, on my business. And so I've been getting up early and trying to get my work done in the morning before the kids wake up, mm-hmm. which, you know, that never happens. If you wake up early, your kids are going to wake up early, Right. but I'm trying. And so, um, it's just, it's, I, I feel like it's really been a struggle to adjust to that. It's nice having him home. It really is. It's been great bonding time for all of us to have this time together. And he's been doing a lot of stuff around the house and, um, you know, like his honey do list is, is slowly shrinking, but, but as far as like household duties and all of that, I, I personally have really been struggling with it. 
So hmm. it's weird. Yeah. It's weird because he's not used to doing some of the things that I need him to pick up on. You know what I mean? Like, it, like it'd be like if George were home all day, if you guys were both home all day and you wanted him to do, I don't, I don't know, but I guess your guys' situation is different. So I can't really compare, but it's, it's been a struggle, but it's, I also try to, I try not to focus on that too much because I understand that we're, we're all going through these changes together. And so I'm trying really hard to be positive about it and focus on the positive, the fact that we are, that we are financially okay right now and able to stay home and not be stressed out about money and all of that. So I'm trying really hard to focus on that, but I do, it is, I do have to constantly remind myself, like, don't be negative. This is this, you we're in a situation where we can, we can enjoy this time. And we're, we're fortunately not, not in a situation where we have to stress out about not having a job or a source of income. So gotcha. Yeah. That long explanation. Well, I that's mean, how I, like, that's how I feel looking for the, <laughs> and I feel like I've needed to say this for like three weeks and haven't had anyone to tell that to. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. Well, just trying to remain, you know, focused on the positives is a good thing um, for anyone, but especially, I mean, even given like everything you are going through health wise in the middle of this, Corona is a whole nother issue probably that brings anxiety. So like, I love that you're focusing on, you know, the, the positive. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, being, having like being high risk is a little nerve wracking, but we are, we are taking every precaution um, necessary. Like we do not, we do not leave the house. I mean, we'll go like on a bike ride around the neighborhood, but we do not go anywhere. So we've picked up, we've done curbside grocery pickup and then it's, Michael does it and then he comes home and then we actually, we've only had to do it once. Um, and then he, he wiped like literally wiped on every single grocery before he even put it away. So we have been really strict ever since they canceled the, that first week that they canceled school. Uh-huh. We were both like, okay, that we're, we're on full lockdown. Like we were on full lockdown before they said be on full lockdown. Right. We've like, if you had to put on a level one to five, we're, we're six. Like I won't, no one's been able to come over. We haven't, I mean, even like we talked about birthdays, McKinley's birthday, Michael's parents begged to come over. And I understand that I really do. But I was like, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, being such a high risk, it's not worth, like it's not worth it's not. I get that. I mean, I'm worried like with Adeline, you know, and her issue, I don't want her to be exposed, you know, to anyone that she wasn't already exposed to at the time this happened. And so, right. We've been like, like she hasn't so left the house. What level of lockdown would you say you guys are? Well, you're like, it does. You guys are a little different because you do both have to go out of yeah, it's the house hard to work. because I feel like we're like, if, if I were to put a level on it, I would say like three ish, um, which I know doesn't sound good. And I mean, here's my other thing. Like, look, I'm not allowing people just to come into my home. I'm not allowing, like my kids haven't left the house. They have gone to my mom's to swim outside a couple of times because 
my sister has been helping with childcare, obviously, because we both have to, like me and my husband have to work. So right. it's frustrating because, and this is where I really honestly feel for the families that have parents that have to be essential workers. Um, here's our thing. I get, I don't, let me, I don't know how to put this because I know this is going to come across wrong to some people that hear this and I'm, I'm not being offensive. I'm not being under precautious, but I'm just, I want to relay like what our, like how we're living our life right now. And I know people are going to disagree with it, but my husband has to go to work. He works with the same six people every time Um, they have cut off the office staff. So if you're an operator, you have to go to work. Um, they're, you know, doing precautions like taking temperatures and things of that nature. Obviously, if you have any symptoms, you don't go into work. Um, and that's so like, as far as safety measures with either of us going to work, that's what it is with me. I mean, obviously I work in a family business. Um, we have not allowed anyone into our office. The only people that are here, um, which we're not all three here at the same time anyways. So it's just me and my dad and my brother. Um, and everybody pretty much stays in their same office. We're doing our social distancing. We're not all up in each other's face or space or anything. We have Lysol. I Lysol everything multiple times a day. If we have a package come in, um, they set it down either outside or right inside our door. We spray it with Lysol and then I let it sit and then I'll open it a couple hours later. Um, I don't know like if that is considered what you're supposed to do, but I feel like we're I do. we do that too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like we're taking the precautions that we have to take. Like I have a face mask now that I wear when I have to go pick up the mail or um, if I go to the banking, I have my, um, my hand sanitizer right there. Uh, I sanitize my hands before I send it to the banker and then I sanitize it when I come, when I get it back from the banker. Um, so I feel like as far as safety precautions, we're very, we're being very safe, right. For having to get mm-hmm. out of our house to go to work. Right. As far as like childcare goes, I mean, we have three kids and for the most part, it's worked out that one of the parents is home. But we are um, having, when we both have to be at work at the same time, my maid um, comes in and she, you know, is taking her precautions as far as safety measures of that nature. Um, But she is our lifesaver. So between her and my sister, they're helping with childcare and that's just what it is. And I know people are like, well, you're not supposed to allow anyone home and you're supposed to stay home. You know, these little stay home emblems that everybody's putting on everything. And I'm like, I respect it. And I think that if you can stay home, you need to stay home. You shouldn't be going out and traveling and doing and whatever else. But for us, it's not realistic. I can't sit inside my house all day because I have a company to run a, but B these parents that have supervisions with their children that still have to occur because you can't go against court orders that's what I do. Right. Like, that's what I do for a living. I am the supervisor. So these things that are still like, yes, our world is shut down, but then you have these exceptions and somebody has to do it. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't think that those stay at home, all that. I don't think I personally don't feel that those are referring to people like you. Yeah. I think that's more geared towards 
people who aren't being smart and that are going to hang out with a group of friends and you're all, you know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. They're not, they're not taking it seriously. You have a, an extremely important job. And like you said, you can't, first of all, you can't go against court orders, but it's, you know, you have it, you have a job that's legally listed as essential in the, in these orders. And so does George. So these, the, it's not a choice. It's that you have to do it right. as much as you probably don't want to, you probably want to be at home just to be extra cautious and protecting your family, but you can't. Right. So yeah, the, I don't think that, I don't think anyone's going to be offended by what you just said, because you're not, you're not going against what the orders are saying. You're literally doing your, your job and, yeah, I think a lot of people would really appreciate that. Well, because you're taking precautions in all the other necessary areas. Yeah, I mean, definitely, for sure. And I mean, if we can do something like, like, for instance, um, I I know I've told you, but we found one of our missing um, children. It's been one of my cases for about five and a half or six years. Normally, what I would do is I would be in the car and I would be going to get her and she would be with me and, you know, this whole you know, whatever of my job that we do. Um, and she was found Saturday morning in the midnight hours. Like I was up all night doing everything over the phone as, as well as we could in the situation that we're given. Um, because obviously I can't travel. So in situations like that, it makes it really hard, but like being able to do everything FaceTime or over the phone or, you know, even in these zoom things like that's, a great option to be able to do some of this stuff in order to make it safe. So I feel like we're taking all the necessary precautions, like the one person from the home that can go into the store. George does that. He takes the precautions he needs. He has a face mask that he wears um, gloves that he wears. Like, so I feel like we're doing everything we can do at this point in time, but it's just frustrating. And then it makes like, sometimes I'll feel guilty. Like the fact that I had to leave my kids this morning to come into work because we have media all day today. It's like, I just, there are things that I feel guilty about leaving my own kids, but I know in the grand scheme of everything, the bigger picture here is, you know, helping these children that are missing. And so it's like, I, I don't know. It's just a hard. Right. Well, and you're leaving your kids with your family and your maid and, or slash nanny. She is basically your family. Yeah. I mean, she's been with you guys for years. So yeah. 20 years. It's not like years. you're. It's not like you're just dropping them off at, you know, Jane Doe's house and saying, here. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah. But, you know, some people are having to still take their kids to daycare because there are people out there who don't have family near them and that are essential workers. Right. And I've seen a lot of, I've seen a lot of like bashing of people doing that. And I'm like, that's not fair because, like, they don't, they have to go to work. Yeah, what are they supposed to do with their kids? And I've also seen a lot of people bashing people for taking their whole family to like the to HEB or Walmart or grocery shopping. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, what is a single parent supposed to do? Yeah, they don't have someone that they can leave their kids home with while they go to the grocery store. They have to take all their kids with them, right? Yeah, and then it's like, I mean, it's different do- if you're going 
like the grocery what? pickup like even doing the grocery pickup though like it still could be like I know in our local areas like local places we could do grocery pickup I mean it's still like a week or sometimes even yeah. two weeks scheduled out so it's like unless yeah. you have like a friend you could call to do it for you I mean it's just I I can't imagine being a single mom right now in the middle of all of this it would be really really rough yeah I know it's just it's been such an adjustment for everyone and I know everyone's doing the best that they can and I just hope that we all come out of this positive and thankful and grateful for what we do have yeah I definitely think it's gonna be um like you know everybody's saying like the new normal getting used to the new normal I know Mm -hmm. I referred to that earlier um in like at the beginning of our um conversation um just trying to get used to the new normal but I think the new normal of how things are going like seeing um everybody outside just walking and even though we're keeping our social distancing saying hi to every single person like yesterday our whole family of five went on a walk and people we didn't even know you know working out in their yards like hey how are you hope you're doing well I mean yeah that should be exactly it should be how it should have been before right it should and but we're so caught up in our the hustle and bustle of every day the busyness of all of our schedules and that you just you don't take the time to appreciate the things like that exactly so exactly it's been really it's been really cool I think to see all that and the parades that you know I say parades but like car parades or whatever that people are doing for birthdays or yeah like our school our school, all the teachers got together in their car, their own vehicles, and did a car parade through all of the streets of all of the kids that, that are enrolled at the school. I love that. And so, yeah, so then they announced what time, and then we would go in the front yard, and they, they would drive by and honk and say hi to everyone. And it's just like, it's just really, really cool to see how everyone's coming together. Yeah. Cameron's um, best friend. It was like his first friend, you know, there are old neighbors that lived across the street from us on East and um, they've kind of grown up together at Trinity and they've grown up together, you know, at school. And anyways, his birthday is on Wednesday. So we, um, my friend actually is the one that suggested we do it. And so I've kind of put it together um, for our class or even anybody else that wanted to join, but, um, to do this little birthday parade. And so, um, Amber and I were talking and we're like, you know, we should do it for anyone that has a birthday during this time. Um, so we have another little boy in our class that has a birthday, um, later on in the weeks so though. We're trying to get that together. I think it's just something fun that's easy to do. Um, and it's fun to be able to like make little posters and make people feel good in this time. Right. Of, like just, not the norm so right I totally agree so anyways well hopefully it won't be I mean well it's only April 6th and what President Trump said all the way through April 30th so let's hope May brings I guarantee it's gonna be longer I guarantee it but yep um yeah I don't know have your schools announced any closures past April 30th um, all of our schools so far say they're scheduling to open May 4th, but of course, I mean, I'm like you, that's what ours say. I think that it's going to get pushed. Um, from what I'm hearing, it could be up to 24 months of this. I don't, again, that's just could be totally rumor. I'm not saying that's the truth, 
but I've heard it from different people in different medical professions um, say that that it, it that it could be as long as that. Um, I sure hope not because <laughs> I cannot do this homeschooling thing. I'm sorry. I will be oh, the I know. first to tell you I cannot do it. Like I just can't. It's not happening. I know it's it's such a challenge, especially when you have kids of different ages. Like that's one thing that that I find. Like luckily, mine are close together, so I can kind of incorporate each each lesson plan, each of their lesson plans, like together. But right. I mean, I can't imagine those people who have like a teenager and then have like a seven year old and <laughs> yeah oh. I would Mm-mm. yeah it's just it's just so much and we're, you know we're not teachers so they're yeah I just feel so bad for the the kids that are missing out on this such a crucial time in their education and I feel sorry for I really feel sorry for all the high schoolers that are missing out on prom they're missing out on graduation they're missing out you know it's yeah. just like such huge milestones there's so many things I mean I have a, I have a, so Madeline, my sister is in um, college and so they're all online, but she got notification that su- there wouldn't be any summer school classes either, that those would also be online. Um, and so wow. they, so I guess that's University of Arkansas from my understanding is, you know, not, not planning on having any physical classes until fall. Um, but like with my kids, so they're back to back which you would think would be easy, like one in kindergarten, one in first grade. But I feel like kindergarten is such a pivotal time where like you're learning to read, you're learning all these things. And in first grade, they've already established all that. They know how to read, they're learning new words, they're, you know, whatever else. Um, And so I feel like LMA is missing out and I'm doing the best I can. And our teachers, like, let me tell you, they are amazing. Um, my kids go to a private school. Um, and I don't know, like, I'm anxious to hear what your kids have to do as far as like what the school's giving them to do. But like with ours, we get a, um, a printout. Well, they send us like a, a schedule for the week and, um, they send them home with all their books and everything. So we have all that, but anything that they can send us over email. Um, so like, let's go with Cameron and his, um, his weekly thing he has like a grid and it tells me Monday so Mondays are reading days and then he has like his journaling he has to do he has a spelling he has to do he has his AR and it's all like in sections for us to do if we can't get to it we put that on this on the schedule for the next day um, but right now we have a good schedule going because he has a nine o'clock zoom session so the teacher schedules three different zoom sessions they're all the same lesson right but if you can't make the nine o'clock you can do the 12 o'clock if you can't make the 12 o'clock you can do the two o'clock so they're offering like a lot of options to be able to get the work done Mm -hmm. which I love um so we've tried to schedule out like Cameron does his zoom reading or math whichever day it is at nine o'clock every morning and then he does his handwriting book and his journaling and his spelling throughout the day you know as we can do it and then with LMA her teacher uses Facebook and uploads um, a video of the lesson plan so like math reading um, social studies and science and then religion Um, and so 
we'll, I'll set her down and I'll say, okay, watch this and do your sheet. And if you have questions, I can help you. Um, so they're still getting face-to-face interaction. Um, and then we have a FaceTime phone call with her teacher so that she can read with her. Um, she'll pick something to read. She reads it to her teacher. Her teacher helps her over FaceTime. Like, well, this is how we pronounce this word or, or whatever, you know, teaches her. So it's very, yeah. it's very like for, uh, very not, I, I don't want to say formal. Um, cause it's, I guess informal, but it's very personable is the word I'm looking for. That's nice. Ours, we haven't, so they, ours do, they send out lesson plans over the weekend. And then basically I like do everything. Um, we have a zoom scheduled with each kid, each kid's class on Wednesdays for an, for, um, basically just to say hi. Like one of the teachers is doing, she'll do one lesson with them, usually a reading lesson and she'll go over a book and they'll, they'll discuss or whatever, but it's, it's, and then, but mainly it's just to, just to check in and to see each other's faces. And then I print out the lesson plans for the week and I, I do all of it and they don't have books. So we were sent home with iPads, which is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that they don't do I- that much iPad time at school, but I know that they're also trying to make it easy for us. So they're basically like, here's watch this, watch this, watch this. And, um, cause it's videos that are teaching the kids. Right. Yeah. Um, but it's like a YouTube video or something. So it's, it's helpful that they're sending all of that and the lesson plans are helpful, but there's, there is not a lot of, a lot of, um, daily interaction with the teachers. So it's literally like, I have both of their lesson plans, which both are different. Um, and I try to organize it to where I can go over each subject at the same time. So I'll give McKinley her, I'll go over McKinley's assignment and just let Everett watch and he can learn. So he's learning what she's learning. And then I will go over his, I'll go over his lesson for the day of science or whatever. And then she's learning what he's learning. And then if they have an assignment to do, then they do their assignment. Then we move on to the next subject. And so we do social studies, science, writing, phonics, reading, math, And so it's, it's been a lot, a lot. And I try to do, we try to start school at 10 o'clock every day. And I like to be done by like one. Um, Sometimes it's two, but I do, we do school and we do nothing else in that time. They don't get any breaks unless they need water to go to the bathroom. We don't do recess or anything. We don't do art. We don't, none of that is included in the school time. So if we want to do art or something like that, it's all after, after school. It's strictly learning from 10 o'clock until whatever time we get done with the lesson plan. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's been pretty stressful. Um, and weird, <laughs> but, but we're, we're adjusting and the kids like it. Like I've set up, I've set up like a little area of the house and that's our classroom. And we, ha- I give them daily jobs to do cause at school they have like their little jobs that they do. And so, um, we have that and, and it's been 
it's been good. It's just, it's just been weird. And I feel, I feel a lot of pressure to help them learn these things that I don't necessarily know how to teach. Right. But, and I know the teachers are saying, you know, you're doing a good job. Don't stress out, you know, just do your best. But I'm like, Everett needs to go into kindergarten or needs to be able to go into first grade and know how to do all these things. Right. And if I don't teach it, if I don't teach it to him, he's not going to know. And then he's going to go into first grade and not know how to do things that you should be able to do in first grade. And same with McKinley. Like we're learning today is the first day that we're going to be doing fractions. And I'm like, I don't, I hate fractions. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily I'm sure it's like half and a fourth and a third, like the easy ones, but eventually it's not going to be the easy ones. You know what I mean? And like, I don't, I feel like uh, I, I, I feel like it's it's on me to teach them these things, and that I wasn't a first grade teacher for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You know, I hear you. So. Our principal just keeps telling us like you are not teaching your kids. We're teaching your kids. Like this is what we basically pay them for. So they're, I mean, they're really working hard to make it to where we're not having to teach them everything so that like, I think that's why they're trying to do the daily like zooms and the daily, you know, videos that are face to face. So I don't know. It's just, it's a struggle, but I also have friends that are in the public school system in Beaumont and they're just handed a packet and told them to teach them. So yeah, you know, that's kind of what, where we're at. Um, but they're, I mean, they're, their teachers are great and they're there anytime that you need, anytime you need them and their communication is, is, you know, we can do like contact them anytime we need them. It's just, it's just that they're not physically teaching them every day. We are. Um, so that that's, but I don't know. I've, I don't know if maybe they haven't thought about doing like a virtual you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a virtual classroom or something like that. Cause I feel like that would be really helpful um, to kind of get, get all the kids involved and yeah. maybe more interactive. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I it's know. all so new to everyone. I think BISD just started the zoom. Like, so I think the whole kindergarten class gets together and they have like one big zoom in the mornings. Um, I think every Monday or something, but which is great, um, but it's also like, I mean, from my point of view, all these security issues now with Zoom and all these security issues oh, with like well, all these online tools. It's just, uh, it's like you can't I win. Know. It's just well, so they and they just change. So I use Zoom all the time for for my business where it works, mm-hmm. and that's like how we've been using it for years. That's how we do group team calls and all that. And so I tried to schedule a zoom, um, on, I was, it was Saturday night and I had a team call. And so everyone was trying to log into my zoom or to sign on to the, to the call. And like there, everyone's like, it's asking me for a password. I'm like, what, what do you mean? And so I Google it and I'm like, why is it making everyone have a password? Well, apparently zoom had to step up their security because whatever is hackers, Mm -hmm. 
And so now it's a huge pain. So we have to get, everyone has to have a password to log on. And then while you're on, you know, you're trying to run a call and then it has all, you have these notifications, like so-and-so is trying to enter the room. Someone's trying to enter the chat. So-and-so is trying to enter the call. Yeah. And you have to sit there and literally approve everyone, which I understand, but you should be able to turn that off because it's not very convenient when you're trying to run a call. And now you're distracted by all these pop-ups of people trying to get on the call. And it's just frustrating. It's like, why do people have to go and ruin something? You know what I mean? Right. Like, what psycho went and entered a first grade classroom and sent a porn link? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's crazy. You know? This t- I mean, everything these days is just, it's just crazy. I know. That's the best word for it. So, I don't know. Well, I think we're about out of time for today. But I um, am definitely interested to hear, like, feedback from our listeners on what is working for you and what's, like, not working for you Um, as far as your schooling with your children and, like, scheduling. And I'm going to post a link on our Instagram page to the behavior charts that I did just to share, like, what's working for us. Um, so if you have something, Danielle, that's working for y'all post yours and, um, you know, let's see if we can get some feedback from our listeners on what they do, um, that helps them because I feel like this is going to be the long haul. It's our new normal. And I feel like it's going to be extended. Um, and I just hope we're all able to go back to school next year. I know me too. (laughs) Me too. I'm proud. I'm praying for that. Yeah. Big time. I know. (laughs) I cannot be a teacher forever. (laughs) I am the same way. It's not, it's just not going to happen. Like I, we're going to have a graduation in a couple months. Oh yeah. (laughs) They're done. (laughs) That's the one thing um, LMA is so (laughs) upset about is that she's going to miss her kindergarten graduation. And I'm like, well, we don't know that yet. So let's just like, let's not think about it until we get to that point. So yeah anyway well and I feel like things like that they'll probably do like at least do some sort of live event or you know zoom or something they'll they'll figure if it comes to that they'll figure out the way to make that special yeah for sure for sure so okay well um for everybody that's listening make sure you're following us on instagram so that you can get um the information that we'll share with you today Um, If you have anything, answer, we'll put a question up and you can um, answer it or DM us like what has been working for you. If you have like a photo of something like a schedule or something of that nature. And then also um, Danielle and I have talked about doing um, a live on Instagram. So hopefully we'll get that um, scheduled very soon. We have two guests that really yeah. want to join. So uh, <laughs> maybe that would be fun for them to see each other and be able to do it that way. So we'll. That would be really cute. It. it would be. Um, so anyways, but I guess that's it for today. So we will check y'all next time. Have a good week. All right. You too. Bye. All right.